and queens it's your girl ashley denise thank you for tuning in to another episode of saved sanctified and still trying to get it together for those of you who are coming back for another time welcome back for those of you who are coming for the first time thank you so much for giving us a shot and here is our mission. The overall mission of Save Sanctified and still trying to get it together is that wherever you are on your journey, getting to know Christ or making him your personal savior, when your intentions are pure, you are pleasing in God's eyes. Again, when your intentions are pure, that's P-U-R-E, you are pleasing in God's eyes. Whew. So I know some of you guys are listening to this and you're like, better like, she said every two weeks. So is this something special? It is. Um, so usually I have my Sunday spotlight. Um, this Sunday that is coming that you're listening to this. And then I would have had the podcast content come the following week. But transparently, y'all, I'm still trying to get it together. Um and so to ensure that the message, the messages that you receive are intentional and from God, I am realizing where I need to take a step back. And so I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm not going to leave you high and dry. I'm going to bring to y'all some throwbacks. Um, so I know I've mentioned this very in short, but in 2017, I actually recorded what I thought was going to be my podcast life um in a studio and so I launched it it was great I launched another one it was great and then I kind of like fell off right so today I found um the sound bite for it so I am going to share with you guys the 12 minute clip that kicked off my podcast career in 2017 and I got the idea a while back from one of my sisters in Christ, Tay. So shout out to you, Tay. She's also my cousin. Um, she was like, where are the first two that we listened to? Uh, she's been loyal from the beginning. Um, <laughs> but she asked like where they were. And I made it my mission then to kind of like try to figure out how I can incorporate it so that you guys can see the still trying to get it together portion because I feel like for me in my own personal journey, it's so easy for me to get caught up in somebody else's journey, somebody else's blessing, um, somebody else's lifestyle that I lose focus of where God has brought me from, right? 
And so this is serving as a reflection for me, as well as a reflection for someone else to see that our journeys could never be one another's. The only thing that we'll have in common, guys, in our journey with Christ is Christ himself, that we are all children of Christ. But the journeys, the lessons, the testimonies, they will all differ from one another. And that's the uniqueness. That's the boldness. That's the miraculous thing about God, right? And so I want us to, to hold on to that and let this be like a still trying to get it together series, right? So during this time, I also want to hold space for our brother DMX. Um, I believe his, his uh, government name is Earl Simmons. So about three minutes ago, I got the update, the real update, not the false report. Um, that he has gone on to be with the Lord. And my heart hurts, my heart breaks. I shed some tears. They may start coming because every time I think about it, of course we know DMX for like his his very boastful, loud voice, right? Um, his very iconic rap songs um, from the 99s, 2000s, right? Um, but one thing that stood out so much to me was his relationship with God, right? He was so authentically himself when he spoke with God. And when he petitioned with God, it was from a real place. Now, y'all ever had like a mother pray for y'all or like somebody in the church pray for y'all and you felt you felt like it was getting to God. And that's how, like, I was I was following DMX's spiritual journey before I even was considering God myself. I'm like, he wildin', whatever. Like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna talk to him, but okay, and? Um, and so, like, his passing for me is symbolic in the way that he was trying to get it together. You know, like, all of us, we down here, we trying, right? And so when I talked to God today, and I hope that y'all did, when I talked to God today about it, I just said, God, I pray that you have mercy on his soul, right? Forget how he passed, forget whatever it is that led him to that situation. But remember who he wanted to be for you, right? Because we all want to be these imperfect, perfect beings for God. We all want to live righteously. We all want, we all want to make it into heaven. We all want to hear job well done. But the work that we have to put in to hear that can be a lot, right? Especially with things like fear, doubt, shame, uh, judgment of others, right? And so when it came down to um praying for DMX, I just want to encourage somebody that it is okay to be getting it together, y'all. Like, and that's the reason why I wanted to start this podcast, because 
I think I had like a messed up or a lack of knowledge about what it meant to develop a relationship with God. Like we all grow, not all of us, but some of us grew up in church and we learned the very basics. Like we had the 10 commandments, what you shouldn't do, what you shouldn't say, what you should wear, what you shouldn't wear, who you should be with, who you shouldn't be with. Um, but not what it means to really sit down and and develop a relationship with God, to be in our word, to um, be able, what it means to, why it's important to study your word so that we can fight the temptations that are going to come to us inevitably. Like it's not, is no one walking this earth that's not going to be tempted. Hell, Jesus came down here and was tempted. So I want us all to really own or or understand that it's okay to be getting it together y'all God sees us God sent his son down so he could feel what we feel down here right Jesus in the bible said God if it's in your will remove this cup from me because it's not easy y'all the cups we carry are not easy um, the callings on our lives are not easy, but God is there. Even when we can't feel him, when we can't trace him, he's there. Um, and I think when you speak to God in those moments, when you're like, yo, God, you even near, are you even near Jesus? Because this is this is not it. I think about the loss that I've experienced um, and just saying like, how can I develop a relationship with you and you're taking people away from me that I care about? Um, and then I think about the many things that he has blessed me with and the things he took me through that I know for, for certain could potentially break somebody else and how I could be that lifesaver. So I say all that to say, I'm getting it together with y'all. And I pray that this reflection shows my getting it together journey, that this reflection clip shows my intentionality for this podcast and that this reflection ser serves as a lifesaver for somebody who may be listening and is in a dark place right now is a real place to be in our mental health in the era of covid is definitely being challenged therapists are booked and busy um and it's just a lot. So tips that I can give you guys is to basically surround yourself with those who are going to pray for you and pray with you. Um, because those are the people that you need to be surrounded by. Because sometimes when you can't pray for yourself, you need somebody else that's going to be able to do it for you. Stay in your word to understand scripture. What you do, take one scripture that you like, 
write it on your mirror, write it on a post-it and then put it on your mirror, put it somewhere where you can see it all the time and repeat it to yourself, repeat it to yourself, repeat it to yourself, right? Um, until it's etched in your heart. That's also a scripture in the Bible, like know my word until it's etched into your heart or something of that nature, guys. Um, but equip yourself with that word, y'all. Um, and pray for me, pray for me, pray for DMX and his family. Um, well, pray for DMX spirit and pray for everybody who is experiencing loss, pain, trauma, whatever it is now, because it's a real place, y'all. Ain't nothing fake about it. Um, and I pray that we all get through it <sighs> and that we all hear job well done. So without further ado, this is a 12 minute clip, so you won't be here long. Uh, if you are on your way to church, pray for me. If you're on your way to brunch, pray for me. If you're on your way to run some errands or on your way to work, wherever you going right now and you're in your car listening to me, pray for me and put your seatbelt on. If you're getting ready to get in the shower, turn this up. And y'all, if y'all just chilling, pray for me because um, I need it. And I will continue to pray for y'all. Um, and remember, we are getting it together, together. I hope y'all enjoy this reflection. Peace. What's up, kings and queens? It's your girl, Ashley Denise. Thank you for tuning into the first podcast series of Saved, Sanctified, and Still Trying to Get It Together. The overall message of Saved, Sanctified, and Still Trying to Get It Together is that wherever you are on your journey, getting to know Christ or making Him your personal Savior, when your intentions are pure, you will always be pleasing in God's eyes. Again, on your journey, getting to know Christ or making Him your personal Savior, when your intentions are pure, you will always be pleasing in God's eyes. I am so excited to be here today. I'm super humble. I thank God not only today, but every day for the opportunity that he has given me to be here and share my testimony with you. I started this podcast or I started this idea one day I was driving in the car with my friend who's supposed to be here today. Um, and I was like, girl, this spiritual journey is getting hard. I'm telling you, it's something to be saved, sanctified, still trying to get it together. And she was like, yo, that's hot. I'm like, what? It's hot? Like, I could use it for something? She was like, yo, you should really do that. You're always talking to people about Jesus. Just go ahead and do it. So, you know, that was about a year ago. And here I am trying to get it together with y'all. So, my purpose today is basically to let you know that being saved, sanctified, and still trying to get it together is a very real place. A very real place. And everybody is validated in that place it's not easy being a christian being a young christian and being a christian in this world because the bible likes to tell you everything is black or white there's no gray and sometimes i like to play on the black side i don't want to be white and pure sometimes i like the world sometimes i want to turn up and i want to do everything and because of what traditional christians tell us we're going to stay on the black side because we think we're not good enough for the white side but I'm here to tell you that at the end of the day, your relationship with God is your relationship with God. What you do, as long as you repent and you're doing it with the intentions to be better, God is here for you. God is not here for the pure and righteous. He's here to help those who are in the black, who are trying to get to the white. And it's not easy, but anything that is rewarding 
doesn't come easy. So the minute that you decide to accept Christ as your personal savior, things do not become peachy keen. They actually get a lot harder. Are you ready? You know, little um, beautiful things don't start happening immediately. That's actually when things start getting hard because when you decided not to give your life to Christ, when you thought you weren't enough, when you wanted to stay on the black side, the devil was chilling. Like, he was good money. Like, he had you. But now that you decided to try Jesus out, you just gave him a 24-7 job. Because trust and believe, he works on you 24-7 when you decide to do something good. And you know it's always easier to do something that's not so good than it is to actually try and do something that benefits you. Similar to like a diet. We all go on diets, we all make resolution plans. And it's hard. Even the season of Lent, we have to give her something for 40 days. 40 days without soda? Come on, like it's hard. It's not easy. Nothing about being saved is easy. It's the reward that comes with it. And that requires a ton of faith. So fast forward to my podcast, maybe a few months down the line. I want you guys to challenge yourself to reach out to me, to reach out to somebody else and ask questions. Ask all the questions that you think you should know or all the questions that people tell you to go to the Bible for. Because when I started this journey, I literally thought I had to do it by myself. And it took me basically praying to God and just saying, put people in my life where if I ask them, when you shout, do you like lose your mind? Do you go in a different world? Like, what is that like? When you say God talks to you, is it like a booming voice or should I pay attention to signs? Those were all questions where I really thought I would be crazy to ask people. I thought you were just supposed to know that stuff. And that just comes from church mentality, just going to church and seeing it happen and being used to it. So you're used to something that is that is told to you that is right. So you're not even going to question it. But question it. Figure it out because you don't want to be walking around claiming that you're saved and be like spiritually exhausted. Just trying to figure out, am I doing this right? Am I getting it right? Because you just don't know and you're not asking anybody. You're not in this alone. And yes, you have you have God to pray to, but there's also people in your lives that you can talk to. And you have to be very mindful also of a spiritual advisor and the individual that you're going to try to emulate. Don't try to be anybody else's spiritual journey. Your spiritual journey is your spiritual journey. God is going to take you through things that other people can't come out on the other side rejoicing about. So don't look at somebody else's blessings. Don't look at anybody else's struggles and say, maybe if I struggle as hard as her, then my blessing will be as big as hers. Your struggle is your struggle, your joy is your joy, and your blessings are your blessings. So the only thing that I'm telling you to do is ask questions, not to ask questions and then take answers and make them your own life. Your life is your life. Overall, I guess what I'm saying in regards to what I want you to receive, as well as myself, is to help each other grow. 
and that's to suggest books to to suggest apps you know we we're not all using physical bibles even though my experience with purchasing a physical bible and then having my bible app has been good for me sometimes having an app called the first five so at my at my church the young people have developed something called first five is an app on iphones and i think androids where you spend five minutes just reading a chapter in the bible and commenting on other people's ex- other people's journeys so doing things like that can essentially keep you in your spiritual realm like even when you feel like you're getting lost in the sauce and you just feel like you're going to church on sunday because you're being militant like when you realize those behaviors and i'm also a social worker so when you realize those behaviors you have to figure out what you need to change it. So if you see that you're asking God for something, but you're following the same pattern, what you need to start praying for is that he shows you a different way. And if that means taking people out of your life, you have to ask him to prepare you for that, to prepare you for pain, because with pain there's peace as well, because sometimes he has to take you through a storm before he can bring you out into the light. And I'm nowhere near a preacher. I'm, I'm, I'm not ordained. I, I don't even think maybe my calling is to be a preacher, but it is to be very real with you guys and let you understand that this is a, a, a real world that we live in. And every day, every five seconds, I think somebody is losing a life. And like the one thing that I want to be sure of is where I'm going if there's somewhere to go. So I always say, like, I'd rather live my life believing in something and die and figure out that there's nothing out there than to live my life not believing in anything and to and die and find out that there was a whole lot of stuff that I should have been doing. And I also think that there's no plan A that we just follow and there's no other plans for our lives. I believe that yeah, we have a plan. I believe we have a plan A through Z, and I've created this in my head, that God has all these scenarios for us, and we think that we're in control of our lives. So some scenarios is going to equate to how we try to control the situation, and some scenarios are going to equate to what we let God do in our scenarios. So let's, let's play. I'm up in heaven now. I'm there talking to Jesus like, hey, what's up? Like, am I good? Can I get in? And he's basically going to pull out plan A through Z, and he's going to show me plan A. Now, plan A is going to be what my life would have been like if I was completely, entirely obedient to him. And it's going to be all this stuff like, oh, man, really? I could have married him instead. I could have drove that car instead. Oh, wow, I could have been happier at this point in my life. And then he's going to have plan plan D, which is the, the plan that I that I lived before I perished. And it's going to be like, you know, Ashley, you didn't get plan A. You did plan D, which was okay, so you got to pass. And I'm just hoping that's how it goes. I don't know. Nobody knows what happens when we go up there or down there or wherever we go. But that's just... My idea, and I, I definitely would welcome other people's views. And for future, hopefully, it's not just me standing here, but it's it's more of us 
in this room, filling up this room, giving ideas and helping each other out because this is a journey that we essentially have to get through together. So what I'm charging you guys to do is to be okay with being saved, sanctified, and still trying to get it together, together. So this is somewhat like a non-traditional altar call to my church as I close out. So I am the proud member of First Corinthian Baptist Church located at 671 Lafayette Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, right across the street from Tompkins Park in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Service begins at 11 a.m. The pastor is Pastor Anthony Yevelton, and let me say, if you are not ready for real, 1 Corinthians may not be your first stop. He is an amazing man of God, and he will take you all the way home. Bring your tissues, because you know sometimes when you're out of church for a while, the pastor get up there and start speaking into your life, okay? And he be touching some spirits, okay? I done had some friends come one and two and three times. He's a real person. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening. This was very short, but this is probably going to be the only short one because prayerfully I'll have somebody with me next time. I won't introduce any type of topic, but it's about to get real, y'all. Because anybody who knows me, who follows me on Snapchat or any type of social media knows that it gets real with me. So thank you for chilling with me, for kicking it with me for these few minutes. Do look forward to more podcast series of Saved, Sanctified, and Still Trying to Get It Together. And remember, as long as your intentions appear... You are pleasing in God's eyes. Peace. Here's the great things for me so far.